Welcome to the Community Podcast, brought to you by the Community Paper. Since 1989, the Community Paper has been sharing good news happening in downtown Orlando and College Park. Your hosts for the show are Orlando native and the paper's publisher, Debbie Gunter, and Orlando transplant and managing editor, Tommy Cardinal. I'm Nick Jorgudiu. I'm the area contributor for College Park. And I'm Tommy Cardinal, the managing editor of the community paper. Yeah, and so we're going to the Milk House. Is that correct? The Milk House. The Milk House. We're trying a new thing. Mighty, mighty. Oh, that's not the song. We're going to have to add some music to this later. I, I see what you're going for, though. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so we're trying a new segment where we take the show on the road literally take the, the listener with us yeah so we're in nick's gray nissan frontier what did i guess all that right oh uh, it's black but also could you not call me out on what i'm driving i think uh, that's, that's a, a little bit out. weird that's a do you want to give my home address you know what that's called is a descriptive lead okay I see because the the audience, the listener, is they in the is in the truck like with you're us. They're with us. Yeah, so you're in a very noisy vehicle. I'm hoping not a lot of that is getting picked up. It's it's a smooth ride though. Thank you. And we're passing Lake Adair, but we're going to the Milk District, which yep. is over there by the TG Lee plant. For I guess I'm talking to people who don't live in Orlando or something. But everyone knows that. But, well, that's where it got its name. Yep, and the milk house is in the milk district and the milk house is interesting because it's a shared space Mm -hmm. it's uh, i can't think of many places in orlando that are similar i can't think of one that closed recently oh which one closed the market on magnolia they had the pizza place oh yeah yeah so that concept is no longer around and now that's just a pizza place the corner yeah bar but that so, was the closest thing that I could think of as an example of what this is. Would you say, because I know food halls are all the rage, mm-hmm. but this, to me, just from the outside and the, the size of it, the footprint of it, makes it feel like it is a mini food hall. Right? Yeah, what do you think? I, I, we were trying to look it up exactly how many tenants are in there. And I think that I, what I like about it is it's kind of this all-star lineup of Orlando businesses. So I know you have... Kelly's Ice Cream, Foxtail Coffee, uh, Pizza Bruno is in there with their bagel concept. Bagel Bruno. Bagel Bruno. And then who else? Ravenous Pig. There? Oh, okay. So brewing. So you're going to have beer there. And I believe there's a full liquor bar too, right? Yes. From the Courtesy? From the Courtesy Bar. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's so. five. Is there a sixth one? Um, what did we say already? We said Kelly's, we said... Foxtail. Foxtail. Bagel Bruno, courtesy. See, that's the thing about uh, doing this on the road. Is yeah, the noisy like cars. Engines. And then yep. we have a... Anyways, I think the last one is Kichetti, which I've never heard of. Kichetti. Kichetti? Kichetti. I don't know that one. So this is going to be fun. So it's our first time there. The idea is that uh, we're going to go there... Uh, we're going to share some of our ideas about it on the way, and then we're going to share our experience afterwards. Yeah, so, so I think I'm that'll be good. To it. 
You know, I used to live right down the street from this place. I used to live in the Milk District. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so uh, I, as much as I loved seeing everything that was going on, I moved to College Park to be closer to my kids' schools mm-hmm. uh, because my oldest is going to Edgewater, go fighting eagles, nice. or soaring eagles, fighting eagles, I think it is. And I'm sorry to have moved away from something, you know, this up-and-coming neighborhood like that. I used to be able to walk out mm-hmm. before... Seven Bites moved to their new location and see Seven Bites from my front uh, lawn. Where did they used to be? I, you I know where Bad As's Sandwiches oh, is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was their first location. You so know, I, I live to... on the corner of Colonial and Orange, and I just don't make it to the Milk District as much as I should. Well, let me ask you this, because, you know, everything's changed since the pandemic. So when they, I can't remember if they started this beforehand or the plans were there before pandemic or post pandemic, but food halls were up and coming anyway. Yeah. And the idea of them, we've added a few here in town. I think there's one over in Waterford. There's one in Soto now. And there's a few more coming online at the yard and other places. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, I don't think that was a reaction to the pandemic. I think food halls were just coming up. But I like that idea of the food hall because I can go there. There should be plenty of seating and sometimes outdoor seating, which is uh, especially convenient and nice to have in a post-pandemic world. Mm-hmm. But the idea of being able to have a, that variety of food where we used to be as a culture, as a restaurant culture, like I want to go to one place, I want it to be freestanding, I need to go to my Olive Garden, I need to go to my TGI Fridays. Like I love this idea of having all these options right well, in front of you. You know what I think of when you start explaining it like that is the mall. The food court at the mall yeah. is no longer a thing, and I think that I'm not sure about this. I'm just guessing, but I'm sure that businesses that open a restaurant in the mall don't have to pay as much rent as they would if they were to move into a place downtown or whatever. So, to have a freestanding place, you mean? To have a freestanding place or yeah. just a, a part of a strip They're mall or yeah. It's cheaper to be in this shared space that has all these different options. Right, because then you get you get an area maybe where you guys could share uh, the cleanup area. There's one dumpster mm-hmm. and there's one fee for that and all those things. So it makes a lot of sense in that way. Have you seen any pictures or anything of the milk house? Just the outside, and I love the sign that they did, the little milk carton sign. Yeah, did that's you see the only that? thing I saw was that. I love milk that and sign. their big light up sign. Um, yeah, so design-wise, it's very playful. It very much speaks to me in that sense. You think they sell milk? Ooh. Now, that's the thing. Do you have to sell milk to be called the Milk House? I feel like you have to at least offer the, the little cartons. If you're going to have the carton as your sign. Look, I go to Barnes & Noble and I buy books. I don't buy Barnes and I don't buy Nobles. I don't know what either of those are. Oh, barns. Yeah. Like where you keep your uh, farming supplies. Correct. Wow. Good point. (laughs) So I guess we'll see. What are the odds you just ask for a glass of milk and that's it? Oh, we're going to try that. What do you think is going to be your favorite place in there? 
of what you know. Have you like been to so, all of these places individually? What I was about to say was, sadly, I I don't really, I'm not really that ingrained in the Orlando food scene as much as you are. Yeah. Because I've only lived here five years, and and you haven't. And I've eaten, only lived downtown for like it. And you haven't eaten years. in those five years. I don't eat. You must be starving. Yeah, I've been waiting for this day. I've been waiting to go to Milk House. No, but I, I just haven't gone to the ever popular because a lot of these places are based in the Milk District. Or well, Kelly's is South Downtown, right? Uh, Kelly's has a few locations. They started out in Thornton in Audubon, oh, okay. um, and so they have one in Soto, uh, and they have this one now, and then a, maybe one other one shared with a foxtail. Well, I've somewhere. definitely never had Kelly's. Okay, I have had foxtail. And Bagel Bruno? So Bagel Bruno is Pizza Bruno, but now they make bagels. Is that the idea? Yes. So this is a... I don't think I've ever had Pizza Bruno. Where's that located? So Pizza Bruno is in the Conway area, and it's delightful. Oh. I just had it yesterday. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't ever travel that far away because, like I said, bike, I don't really... All right, so, so I really this is... stick to the downtown core. I, I go to all the places on Orange Ave. Yeah. Like, I, pizza, I'm pretty locked in on pizza where the magnet thing has got me with Anthony's. Yep. You uh, got to get your free pizza. Yeah. Once you get 10 magnets, you get a free cheese pizza. So that just, they, they keep my business hundred percent of the time pretty much when I'm yeah, delivering. Yeah, no, I can see that. So great marketing move. So I, I haven't really expanded while well, I have had almost every pizza place downtown, but yeah. I haven't had Pizza Bruno. So then in a way, this is like a, an introduction to a lot of different area locations, yeah, right? it's like a... A sampler pattern. Uh, a charcuterie platter. board. Yeah. Yes! Yes! It is a charcuterie board of Orlando. I love it. If they use that as their tagline, you should get some credit for that. Just remember when we posted this podcast and mm-hmm. see if they ever call it a charcuterie board. After. I mean, I could backdate it even if they oh, have already. Yeah, let's, let's do, do that. that. Okay. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to the question, what do you think you're going to, what are you looking forward to trying the most? Well, and we do have to try one of each, right? We should at least get like together. The two of us should get one thing from each place. Maybe what is there? Six we decided. Yeah. So we'll get a bagel and we'll split it. Yeah. We'll get That's a good idea. A, a milkshake and we'll split it. We'll ask for two straws. Yeah. And same thing with a cocktail oh my and gosh. a beer. Think of the picture of sharing a milkshake. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, a coffee. Like this is going to be a very liquid lunch for us. <laughs> yeah, well it is lunchtime. So I, I think that something that makes this unique is that probably the uh, menus switch up Depending are going to be a little there. different, yeah. So this place is on Bumby, and we are. Yep, right by Hoods on Up. Robinson and Bumby. Wow, Hoods Up still the Noodle Factory. Yep, and while MX Taco is not part of it, it's in the same plaza, which is a delightful place as well. If okay, you've never so been, there it is, the Milk House. It's definitely hard to miss. Yeah. Right next to Whiskey Lou's. Yep. And they have a new little uh, restaurant there, too. Oh. Look at that. Yeah, it's just a walk-up only. It's called It's a Chicken. All right. That's it for this part of the episode. We'll be back. We'll be back. In a second. 
with our results? No. Uh, with our, with our stomachs review. full. Our hearts full and our stomachs full <laughs> and our eyes potentially as well. Podcasting is easy to do if you know what you're doing. When you're ready to get started, visit toacertaindegree.com for tips and tricks from someone who has been doing it a while, Nick. I'm not saying that he's old, but he is. In podcasting years and actual years. That's toacertaindegree.com. Now back to the show. So what'd you think? I think it was good. Yeah? Um, I'd never had Bruno's food before. Yeah. And Nick was telling me a little bit about Bruno, which I had only heard the name Pizza Bruno. It's named after the chef. The eponymous... Is that what it is? Mm. The titular chef? No, probably not that either. Yeah, it is named after Bruno. Okay. (laughs) Gotcha. And he... Before Milk House started a partnership with Foxtail where they offered bagels. Yeah, so the first one was in College Park. It's the one right by Edgewater. The Foxtail slash pizza or uh, Bagel Bruno. And I know that Bagel Bruno is a part of other newer Foxtail facilities. Mm-hmm. And then they did that here. So it's Foxtail and Bruno. And then he's got a dinner concept here too that is not pizza. It's, yes, called Cachetti. And you looked at that menu, and you salivated just a little bit, I noticed. I did. Well, it, I love seafood, and this seems to be a seafood tapas kind of place. They had mussels, which, when I used to go to Chinese buffets... Yeah, I would. you would just load up on I those? I would load up on just the mussels. Everybody thought I was <laughs> insane, but I don't know, you... You gotta try them. Must They're be a beautiful taste of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then there was something I didn't recognize. It's what I noticed about the menu is it's it's a very tapas, and it looks like a little snack, share with friends sort of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, sort of reminded me of. Dang, I forgot it again. Uh, Santiago's. Yeah, kind of like Santiago's. It had a pretty good offering of different types of foods, but it did seem to be uh, seafood centric. And maybe Italian styled a little bit, which I yeah. guess is by the name. You should assume that. And there was something interesting that I'd never heard of that you knew what it was, but I didn't. There's a pepper. The oh, pepper yeah. The peppers, the fried, it was shishito peppers yep. or something like that? Shishito. Yeah. Not fried, but grilled. Mm. Oh, so good. I could eat those all day. So I will be going back at night because that dinner place, or it's only open for dinner after five right now. Yes. Um, so the hours are interesting. I think that was, it's probably going to change because they just opened, right? So there's still a little bit of a soft opening. And so a lot of stuff is going to change. So I think certain things are open for certain times. Right now there's no real dedicated lunch menu. Um, yeah, it's more of an extended breakfast at the moment. Yeah. So the breakfast they, runs till noon? Foxtail is open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Okay. So you can always get their pastries Coffee. and yep. coffees and whatnot. Ravenous, which is the brewing company that's there, is 2 to 10 p.m. And then the bagels are 7 And open later on the weekends. Oh, yeah. And the weekends, Milk House stays open till midnight. So... <clears throat> That means Ravenous and Kelly's are also open until midnight. 
So Ravenous is two to close. Late night ice cream. Yes. And Nick passed on ice cream. I did. I had a bagel and uh, it was basically their avocado, their answer to avocado toast sandwich. And and it was delightful and I was full. Yeah. And I did a bagel without the fillings. I just did a regular bagel. I did, well, not regular. I did the jalapeno cheddar bagel, which was very good. So now you have room for this lovely root beer float float that you might forget in my car when I drop you off. I'm not going to forget it. I feel like you might. No, because I can tell that it's starting to crust on the ice cream, which is one of my favorite parts. Oh, yeah, that is a good part. Floats is when the starts getting a little crunchy on the ice cream. That's so we'll have to get a, because you're not trying it in my car, and I appreciate you respecting yes. how clean my truck is. It's a, <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh. So the bagels are open till noon, so we sort of did a, a, a bagel lunch, which was good. But they were telling us that Bruno may be starting a lunch concept with sandwiches... Or at least a menu. It may at not be a separate concept. Yeah, I think it might be like a Cachetti opening early sort of thing. I would recommend, as is right now, to go there later. Yeah. Uh, it's a very cool ambiance. And the space is great. Yeah, it's a great location. And there were some people hanging out in there doing work and drinking coffee. Yeah. Which I totally get because it's... So, um, how would you describe the decor? It's, I think it's minimal. It's modern. Um, there's nice big wood tables. It's a lot of communal stuff, except for the outside tables. Um, there was a lot of uh, stuff there that you could sit at and you could hang the, out with other people. There was the long bar, sort mm-hmm. of coffee bar, and well, but outside was more individual tables. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was very nice. And you order everything at except for Kelly's at the regular counter and Kelly's has their own little corner yeah that also cute. has a window that goes out over the patio mm-hmm. so I assume that they'll be open late and well they are open late but they may get business of people that don't even come in the milk house and just go to the patio they may just want some, some ice cream yeah get some ice cream and keep going keep going the only thing I would say is the atmosphere, sound, look, everything looked great. It will probably get busier at night, but I think you could still get a table there for a lot of people. Um, should be fairly easy to go. Very nice hangout space. Get some food if you want. Uh, I know that parking will be a little bit uh, difficult. Mm-hmm. There's only a few spaces in the lot, and it's a lot they share with MX Taco. And there is street parking on that street that leads up to it, that side street. Uh, which I believe is Jefferson. So just be careful, though, because it's only on one side and everything. So that might be the only challenge to getting there. Mm -hmm. But once you're in the Milk District, everything is in within walking distance. Yeah, and you can park in the neighborhoods, right? As long as you're not blocking anyone's driveway. Yeah, just check the signage, as always. Any other insights, or what did you think of... Uh, like where it's located in general, like being able to look out and see Sideward Brewing across the street, Stasio's, Whiskey Lou's, and that new chicken concept they have in there. That really seems to be the epicenter of the Milk District right now with everything that's going on there. Because it's it's really close to Sports Town and all that. Right too. around the corner. Right around yep. the corner. So I think it's a great location. I think it might be fun to visit it on Tasty Tuesday. Just visit that whole area. 
because then you could go see what food trucks are around. You could even probably bring your food in there or sit outside and have a beer from Ravenous Pig, which uh, is available, like Ravenous Pig is available in local stores and local uh, restaurants, but you know, they only brew it and their, their brewery is up in Winter Park. Yeah, I was so, going to ask where, I've heard the name, but I've never seen their brewery. So they're in Yeah, it's right by the Ravenous Pig restaurant. I see. Which is a barbecue restaurant. No, no, no? it's like a high-end ah, restaurant. I just think pig. Well, that'd be a cannibal ravenous pig in that case. Pigs eating pigs? Yeah, because I was thinking barbecue, so I was like ravenous mm. pig, but then... We do have a lot of barbecue sense. related to pigs, yeah, Pig Floyd and stuff like that. And ravenous pig owned by fellow Greek James Petrakis. Do you guys have a insider's club of like Greeks meeting up and... Pretty much. I can't talk about it. Having feta cheese. Yeah, having feta cheese, breaking plates, dancing a lot in that Greek way. Yeah, the, on the tables. <laughs> you ever been to uh, the place on iDrive? To Vernopa, really yeah. All the, yeah. And all their out. food's really good, too. Yeah, it's a whole experience. Hey, Tommy, that's outside of our coverage area. Oh, it is. It is. Let's sum but... up our coverage area once, because this is somebody's first listen. Go through our coverage areas well, real quick. Okay, so we covered downtown Orlando, mm-hmm. College Park, and then north of downtown and south of downtown. We cover Ivanhoe Village and Mills 50, north yeah. of downtown, and then Soto. south of downtown, we cover yep. the Soto District. And we sort of cut it off at around, you know, the Target, everything down there. We don't really go too far down like Conway or anything, but... And the community paper comes out once a month. It's mailed to a lot of residents within those areas. And you can also pick it up in a lot of local businesses in the Milk District, say, like Stasio's. Drunken Monkey. There you go. Yeah. And all sorts of other places in the area, especially in College Park. Yeah, we put hundreds of papers at Total Wine each month right there on Colonial. That's a good place to pick it up. But we have a, a list of all the places we drop it off on our website. So if there is some place you'd like for us to visit, let us know. We'd love to go there because this is a good way for me to introduce you to places that you've never been to. Mm -hmm. We both had never been to Milk House since it just opened. Yeah. But that's one of my favorite things to do is when people come here, I remember East End Market was like the go-to place Mm. for people coming to Orlando to see sort of like not the theme parks, what we have from a culinary perspective and other things that are going on that are interesting. So I really appreciated being able to do that and then taking you to someplace new. Yeah, and you have that background information because you've lived here longer than me. That And I'm older than you. you so are. I just know more things. Yeah, you're smarter too. Wiser. Wiser. Taller. Yeah, better looking. I wouldn't it. say that to your face. Greeker. <laughs> definitely Greeker. Definitely more Greek, no doubt I mean, that. we're all Greek at some level, but yeah, I am definitely Greeker than you. Well, I think that was fun. Yeah. Do you have an inspirational quote to end the episode on? Uh, Don't forget to reduce, reuse, and recycle. That's perfect. But most importantly, reduce and reuse. Because recycling is a little iffy, in my humble opinion. I like that. That makes sense. That's my inspirational quote. That's my Bob Barker. Thanks, Tommy. And we'll post some pictures of our adventure on the website as well. Thank you for listening to the Community Podcast. 
Did you like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and tell your friends and family to do the same. Stay up to date on the latest news from the Community Paper by visiting yourcommunitypaper.com and follow them on social media. The show is produced by Nick Jorgudio. Learn more about starting your own podcast by visiting orlandopodcasting.com. So we got to come up with a name for this segment because Car Talk is already taken. Well, though the, one of those guys died. So it's up for grabs. Well, I think they're, yeah, they're no longer, I don't know that they've been doing new stuff. Just because somebody dies, I think you can still, like Disney's still around, even though Walt Disney is frozen. Well, this car talk was two brothers who talked. About cars. About cars. But we're in a car. We're in a car. And we're going to places in Orlando. Yeah. That might be too long. In a car going to places in Orlando segment. Yeah. Of the community podcast trademark, I le- I think we can get the trademark and the <laughs> URL for that, especially for that one. The .dot yeah. com should be available. <laughs>